Hey guys, welcome to The Nursing Co-op. I am so excited that you're here. On this podcast, our goal is to build your confidence, expand your knowledge, and create a supportive, cooperative community for nurses, one nurse at a time. My name's Ashley. I'm a registered nurse on a mission to empower nurses to build meaningful careers and change nursing culture along the way. In our time together, I hope to share my experiences, provide you with resources, and create a space where you can find your footing as a nurse without judgment. We will unravel nursing topics and make connections with amazing guests to give you all of the tools that you need to build an incredible life and career. I believe that it takes a village to build a strong nurse. We are your village. This is The Nursing Co-op. What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Nursing Co-op. On this week's Wellness Wednesday, we are going to chat about how to save your back. Now, there are a billion things that I could tell you to save your back. There's so many things we could talk about. There are so many aspects that go into this. There are so many factors that impact the health of our core and lower back. But I want to just give you five little things that you can do to help support your back in this profession. Nursing and healthcare in general takes a toll on our backs like crazy because we put so much strain on it. We're turning patients sometimes by ourselves. We're running around all the time. We're on our feet constantly. We're bending over in weird positions to reach down for a Foley or pick up something. We lift and twist and bend, and it just puts so much strain on our backs. So I just want to talk about a few things that will be helpful for you guys to implement in your day-to-day lives that will help support your back. Because I think oftentimes we just accept it as part of nursing. You're just going to you're gonna hurt your back. It's going to wear out. You're going to burn out, and you're going to injure yourself. Like It's just some for some reason, it's just widely accepted that that's going to be how it is. But let's change that narrative. We don't have to suffer from injured lower backs all the time and pain. We don't need to be uncomfortable. There are so many things we can do to support ourselves. So number one, strengthen your core. Now, your lower back is a part of your core. It's considered part of the LPHC, the lumbopelvic hip complex that makes up your core in general. So there are a number of muscles that are part of your core, including your lower back. So if we just strengthen our core in general, we're going to help support our weight rather than putting all of the strain on our back. This does not need to be complicated. Your core is super resilient and it responds really well to exercise. So this might simply be incorporating five minutes of core work every single day, which your body can totally tolerate. You're not going to burn that muscle group out. It's so large and strong. And there are so many pieces to it that building your core can be an everyday occurrence. And I can't tell you how much it made a change for me when I started to really feel pain in my lower back after I had a minor injury at the gym. I felt it at work a lot because I was also wearing heavy lead all of the time in my job in the cath lab. And so it would pull on my back even more. And I would find myself kind of overcompensating with some bad posture. And it just got worse and worse. And the biggest thing that I noticed that made a change in this that helped it heal and help support it now is that I just started to put 
more effort into core work. I just added it in at the end of every workout that I was already doing. I just threw it on a video real quick while I was watching something, five minutes. You could even just set a timer, five minutes, pick five core exercises, do each one for a minute and you are done. Does not need to be complicated, but adding this small practice saves your back big time. It makes such a difference in strengthening your core, which strengthens your back and helps your posture overall and helps you engage the right muscles when you are using your lower back. So when you are lifting a patient, you're more likely to engage the correct muscles if you're really focusing and doing work with your core. It strengthens that muscle-mind connection. So just start to add in, even if it's five days a week, five minutes of core work every day or five days a week. Something like that will make such a difference. Next thing is important for your practice in general, but having good shoes, good footwear will help your back. I promise you. And I know that that can be hard to search for. I know that when I first started, I went through so many different shoes trying to find the right shoe for me that helped support me through my 12-hour shifts. It's not easy, but you have to kind of do trial and error. You got to experiment a little bit and see what works for you. If you have a shoe that you really love to work out in, especially if you're doing high impact work in the gym and you have a shoe that you rely on, that shoe's probably going to be a great choice for you as a nurse. I think so often we think that it has to be a different kind of shoe. It has to be specialized for nurses. And sometimes those shoes are excellent. But if you already have a shoe that you like that supports you all day or at the gym, more than likely that's going to help support you at the hospital as well because you're on your feet most of the time. So find a shoe with lots of cushion that is important for high impact work because you are doing high impact work as a nurse. You might be running around lifting all sorts of things. So anything that you would use in the gym is probably going to help support you in the hospital too. So find something with really great cushion, experiment with this. But finding a good shoe with a good insert as well will go such a long way in supporting your back because it helps give your feet support, which just travels all the way up. Unfortunately, everything in nursing, the physical strain that we have is just a trickle-down effect. It all impacts everything else. That was a very convoluted statement. But if our feet hurt, our posture is going to suffer because we're overcompensating for that pain. We're shifting when we wouldn't normally shift. We're walking different when we wouldn't normally. And then that leads to pain in our legs, which leads to pain in our lower back, which leads to a headache. Like it's just a spiral effect. Like the, the moment one thing hurts, it just impacts the rest of our body because we start to try and compensate in different ways. So from the ground up, support yourself. So get some good shoes, do some more core work to really strengthen your core. And then the next piece are stretches. So for your lower back specifically, you can look this up. Just look up lower back stretches and you will find so many. My favorites, which you probably already know because we hear them and like if you've ever done any yoga or just basic stretches, you've probably heard these. My favorites for my lower back are child's pose, cat cow, the supine twist, and the knee to chest. So So I'm not going to go into like describing how to do every single stretch because this is a podcast. You don't need to hear me explain to you how to do something, but look those up or just simply look up best uh, stretches for your lower back and these will pop up in the list, I promise. So look these up, find a few that you like and just start to incorporate them into your routine. Maybe it's in your nighttime routine. You do a few minutes of stretching at night before you go to bed, and you really focus on your lower back if you're having pain there. So just start to incorporate these into your day-to-day life, and it's going to help 
stretch that back, alleviate some of that pain and help relax some of those muscles so that you can recover and you're really supporting the health of your muscles in your back. The next one is posture. Now, Again, as always, it's easier said than done. My posture is horrid. It's something that I constantly work on. Um, But there are a number of tools you can get for yourself to help practice this. But also you can just, you can find apps. You can just learn to kind of remind yourself to get into the right posture. But we are either standing for long periods and oftentimes we're doing so with like, with a, like a curved lower back because we're just trying to take the strain off of it. We're doing weird things with our posture when we either are standing for long periods or sitting for long periods. Lots of slouching, working at a computer. Our work kind of enables poor posture when it comes to our backs. And I know you've had all of these lectures and coach or teachings or whatever that you have to go through that are all about like good body mechanics, but that doesn't always go into practice. But I think we do need to focus on this for ourselves so that we don't injure ourselves and get burnt out and then we can't work or whatever. We don't want to get hurt. That's for sure. And I don't want you to be in pain in your day-to-day life because you've got to go home and do things like pick up kids and lift groceries, lift furniture, clean your house. There's all sorts of things that put more strain on you. So we have to support ourselves while we're at work. So maybe look up some of these posture correctors. There's some like strappy things that can help keep you in the correct posture but there's also like little sensors that you can wear that just like buzz when you're you know your posture is not good so that it just reminds you to get to fix your posture there's also apps that will remind you throughout the day that just kind of say like hey roll your shoulders back or whatever posture cues they can give you those can be free as well so there are so many options but really improving our posture and being more aware of our posture goes such a long way in supporting our backs And then lastly, keep moving. Now, I know most of you are logging plenty of steps all day running around the hospital, but sometimes we actually spend a lot lot more time sitting than we think. And sometimes you got to sit and, you know, chart and whatever, and that's totally fine. But if you can, try not to stand still in one place for really long periods of time. This has been really important for me working in the cath lab because I'm either sitting at a computer, I'm looking at my patient, and then I'm standing while in lead for sometimes hours at a time. And often it's standing in place. So I've started to just do small things while I'm standing there, calf raises. Uh, Sometimes I'll just like do slight little lunges so I don't look like too much of a weirdo, but I probably look like a weirdo. Or I'm just like stepping back and forth, shifting my weight, kind of walking around the lab, trying to keep moving. Because the moment that we spend a lot of time in one place, it puts so much strain on our heels, which then just travels all the way up to the lower back. It puts strain on your nerves as well, which can lead to nerve pain. There are all sorts of domino effects that can happen when you stand in one place or sit in one place for long periods of time. It can hurt, even though you're not doing a lot. So try and keep moving as much as you can, because that's what our bodies are designed for. They're designed to move. So If you have something like that you're standing for long periods of time in one place, just try and shift, try and incorporate a few workouts or exercises into your day-to-day life. You might look weird, but you're the one that's going to save your lower back. So ignore the people laughing at you while you're doing calf raises and just say, you know what, my my heels hurt, so I'm just shifting my weight. It's not that weird, but keep moving throughout the day as much as you possibly can. 
if you can kind of alter between sitting and charting and standing and charting, that can be helpful, just kind of changing your movement and and that'll help with your body mechanics as well. There's a number of things that you can do, but it's important to keep moving and keep shifting your body and focusing on your strength and your posture. Okay, quick recap. Things to help support your back as a nurse. Number one, work on the core strength. Add in some ab workouts every day or at least every five days. Just a few minutes every night can go such a long way. If you need some help kind of coming up with a few core exercises for this, reach out to me. I will throw a bunch at you. It'll be super simple. I can give you a billion versions of some five-minute core exercises you can do at home without any equipment, and I'm happy to do that. So reach out to me on Instagram. Send me a DM and just say, hey, I would love some ab exercises to save my back or whatever, or stretches. Happy to do either of those. So ab workouts daily. Good shoes go so long. My favorites are on shoes, O-N. Those are my favorite shoes basically of all time. I wear that. I have like three different pairs for work and for working out and for day-to-day life. But also I've heard really, really great things about Hoka's. That's another popular brand that nurses use because they have a lot of cushioning and a lot of support. So they may be great for you as well. Ask around, ask some friends, look online. If you have questions about this too, reach out to me. I have tried, I don't know, at least a dozen different kinds of shoes in my short time as a nurse. So I'm happy to tell you what I thought about them. Number three, stretches. Find some really great back stretches for yourself that you can incorporate into your nighttime routine or your morning routine. Something simple. Again, doesn't have to be anything crazy. And I'm happy to help you with this if you are struggling with finding stretches that work for you. Number four, posture. Work on your posture throughout the day. Just start to remind yourself to kind of Roll the shoulders back, engage your core, and help support yourself and your lower back in your practice. And number five, keep moving. Don't just stand in one place or sit in one place for hours and hours and hours at a time. It's going to put even more strain on your lower back. Okay, I hope this episode was helpful for you guys. Saving our backs is so important. I have seen far too many back injuries that take nurses out for weeks just trying to recover because the moment that you injure your back, that impacts your entire life. I didn't even realize how much it would until I I kind of strained my lower back and I couldn't even like, tying my shoes was difficult. So we don't need to get you to get there. We want to avoid that at all costs. So doing these things is going to go such a long way and it's not anything that's crazy difficult. This is all things that you can incorporate into your practice and into your day-to-day life that don't put any strain on it. It's not about not having time. You have time for this, I promise you, and your back is going to thank you. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with one of your nursing friends. I am always so appreciative. That is how we can grow this community, and that is how I can keep showing up here podcasting for you guys. This is one of my favorite things to do, and building this community is the best way to keep me here at the mic doing what I do best and helping you guys in any way that I possibly can. So please share it with your friends. If you do, tag me so I can thank you, and I hope you guys have an awesome week. Support those backs. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and our community in the nursing co-op. If you liked this episode and found some value in the content, please share it with any and all of your nursing friends on social media and tag me at Ashley underscore nursing co-op so that I can thank you personally. That way we can continue to build this community and change nursing culture for the better. I can't wait to see what we create. I will see you next week, but until then, happy nursing.